that's why I consider myself like a storyteller, like in the whole aspect of it, because I find myself expressing myself in different ways. Like you'll find me writing a poem, writing a short story, taking a photo, conceptualizing a shoot, you know, all of that. I've grown to like work with different people. That's something that I've developed in me to like just have so much patience allow people to be themselves allow me to be myself as well mm. and you know just come together so that we can we like have one main goal and that's like to create something beautiful welcome to josiah's voice this podcast connects you with both new storytellers and seasoned pros in black cinema. Plus, I share my own creative journey along the way. Here's to elevating the culture. What's up, everybody? This is Josiah. Welcome to another episode of Josiah's Voice, the podcast. Uh, really excited about this episode. So today I'm talking to Kavaya. Um, she's a Kenyan artist and photographer. I'm talking to her in out of Perth, Australia, though. Um, if you've listened to previous episodes, Perth and Kenya are really cool because my first international guest was with Bill Kaimba. I hope I said your name right, Bill. Please don't beat yeah, me up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, Kavaya's confirmed me. I said it right. And that's cool because uh, Kavaya is good friends yeah. with Bill. So that's how I came to know Kavaya and following her artwork, uh, her artistry and photography on Instagram. That's my long-winded intro. Uh, she's she's really cool, and I'm just really glad that she said yes to wanting to talk. So, Kavaya, welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is so, my cue. <laughs> you're my so cue now. <laughs> yes, no, you're yeah, doing great. You so yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for um, heating me up and wanting to talk to me. I feel so honored. <laughs> I feel like, oh my God, do I deserve this? But thank you so much. I'm really honored to be here. I love your podcast. Like I've told you, I binged like almost all the episodes. Once you told me about your podcast, I literally binged them. I was sleeping with my headphones. (laughs) And when I walk around, I'm just listening to your podcast. So I'm really grateful to be here. Wow. That makes me feel really good. No, I... I didn't realize that you truly had just fallen down the rabbit hole of, of previous episodes. So that makes me feel really good because I you think did. I'm doing a good job. And uh, I'm really yeah, glad that yeah. you're enjoying it as, as you're going about yeah. your life. And now it's full yeah. circle and now you're here. So I'm so glad yeah, that you're here. Yeah. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Can you tell the listeners uh, a little bit more about yourself, uh, like what you do, and um, any highlights from from where you're from in in Kenya and how life's going in Perth? Yeah, yeah. Um, so my name is Kavaya Shirao, um, Lydia Kavaya Shirao. I normally don't use <laughs> Lydia because you know I want to like embrace the African in me. Mm. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I love uh, the name Kavaya because it represents um, my personality. In Luya, I'm Luya, 
it means uh, a playful person, like somebody who likes playing. <laughs> That's right on <laughs> <And> point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you if you like interact with like any of my friends and people who I'm very comfortable with, they'll just tell you like I'm a very playful person and I know that about myself. Um, so I'm from Kenya and from Nairobi, Kenya, representing hey. <laughs> all the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I have lived in Kenya all my life. Uh, this is the first time that I've traveled outside of Kenya, actually. Wow. So I'm here in Park. Yeah, <laughs> it was so crazy. And, you know, like the first time traveling outside the country was like the longest journey of my life. I had to like transit, take so many planes. I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> OK. Bye. I went to Melbourne. I went to Sydney, I went to Adelaide, just to get to Western Australia. So I'm studying for my master's. I'm doing a master's of design, just like design in its core aspect, like what is design? Because, you know, design is in everything that we we have, like in our daily life. Like if you look at the shirt that you're wearing, the earphones, the headphones that you're, you're wearing, every every aspect of your life has design. So that's what I'm studying. I did my undergrad in architecture. So cool. <laughs> yeah, so it it I felt like it was I didn't want to do a master's in architecture because I feel like I had gotten all I needed to get from architecture in my undergrad. So now I went and did like design just to so that I can use that knowledge to like, you know, seep into whatever industry that I want to enter <laughs> in, yeah. That's cool. So, yeah, yeah. What got you started in design, in architecture and design? What got you started in that? Um, yeah, well, so I was always a creative kid uh, growing up. And I was also a smart kid, like book smart kid. Book smart, so okay. So yeah, book smart, like, you know, getting A's in mathematics and all. So, yeah, that type. You're just saying. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so because uh, of that, I, I wanted to blend with the two because there's this expectation. I don't know if it's, I think it's everywhere. Like if you're book smart, like based off um, school, you're expected to do like a serious course or like something that's considered serious. So either you do medicine, engineering, all that. And I wasn't by <laughs> the life of me going to do <laughs> medicine <laughs> or engineering or like something, uh, something like that. Um, I... I decided to like blend. I, I chose architecture because I felt like there was an aspect of drawing. So it yeah. was like creative, it was artistic, and also it was serious, you know, to like appease the parents and society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's why I chose, <laughs> yeah, that's why I chose um, uh, architecture. And for design, I wanted to do uh, film for my master's yeah yes. <laughs> but I when I was when I was applying for my 
my master's and when I was going through the course when I had chosen the university that I wanted to go to, I didn't know that they were offering film. So gotcha. I decided to go with design because I felt like it was closer to my aspirations. Like, you know, I want to learn about now the whole aspect of design because it, it, it felt like it blended in, like yeah. from architecture to design, it wasn't so far off. Even in my classes, like so many references from architecture I made. So yeah, it was like a nice, smooth, yeah, continuous, Path that I had taken. Yeah, that's the reason why I chose it. Then I also used to love reading so much. Like books and me were best friends. I know that's some place where yeah. we can relate. Yeah. <laughs> books and me were, it was like my own escape. Like I loved reading so much. Like I remember my sister never used to understand why I love reading because she is like the last person. <laughs> to complete a novel but let me give her props because i know she'll she's starting she's starting to like read right now but previously when we were kids it was like a whole strange thing that i used to do so from that this is something that maybe you don't know about me i i started writing when i was like probably 12 (laughs) i actually wrote Mm. a novel (laughs) when i was 13 yeah (laughs) And it was like really cool. Maybe we can talk about that later. Yeah. Then so progressively, like I I I continued with like the whole writing thing. Um, all through high school, I continued writing books. I even got like a publishing deal at some point. It was crazy. It was like a whole experience, I know. Um, then the other aspects for I love, okay, my mom. Uh, was there was this competition in high school it's a it's like a Kenyan Kenyan thing um it's called drama festivals for high school so my mom was amongst the people who were like the organizers and the the big people (laughs) who were like in charge of it so when (laughs) when I was a kid I think when I was in grade six she took me and my sister along for the nationals. And I remember that was the first time I watched like a play on stage <laughs> and I fell in love. Like I was, I was blown away. I remember I made a mental note to myself that once I get to high school, I have to join drama and, you know, mm-hmm. participate in everything. <laughs> yeah. So I actually did like in high school, drama was my, was my love. Like I ended up, getting to know the feeling of being on stage, um, doing dances, uh, spoken word, um, what are they called? Like this solo narratives, all that. So that's another aspect. (laughs) So like, I think all of these things, all of these things that I exposed myself to growing up. And another thing, like I also used to watch a lot of movies <laughs> growing up, nice. like movies that I had no business watching, <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I, that was like another aspect that, you know, it all came together to like where I am. And that's why I consider myself like a storyteller, like in the whole aspect of it, because I find myself expressing myself in different ways. Like you'll find me writing a poem, 
writing a short story, taking a photo, conceptualizing a shoot, you know, all of that. So yeah, that's that's the history. <laughs> That's awesome. Some of that I guys, some of that I knew about Kavaya, and then a lot of this I'm learning al- alongside you, like the writing. Um, I don't know if I do about uh, drama and things like that. Like that's yeah, that's really cool. You yeah. really are like multi hyphenate. You you just out here, <laughs> and that's that's cool. We're seeing more and more. Maybe it's thanks to social media where people yeah. can share. Like we're seeing that's way more prevalent yeah. than we thought. Yeah. When did you get into writing then? Because it sounds like you segue just like I was drawing and then I got into writing. And it sounds like maybe that happened for you. What was your writing journey like growing up? And that's awesome that you wrote a book. Yeah. (laughs) I actually wrote five books. Wow. (laughs) Dang. Imagine. Um, So like I said, I used to read a lot when I was a kid. Um, I started, I think the, like just this, uh, childhood books, Kajuju and the Caterpillar was my favorite, um, book. Then I progressed, like I started reading, um, in, in our library class in primary school. Um, I used to enjoy like storybooks, all that, like just getting into that. Then that helped me out with, I think the 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 part where I started writing was because of the essays in school, like based off the curriculum. So I was really good at writing um, essays and writing like essay competitions and all that. So I was really, really good at that. So I think that also influenced me to like want to like jump in. And I think there was a teacher of mine. Yeah, I remember. Oh no, he he actually passed away. I remember. Oh, rest in peace. Oh my God, <laughs> I had actually completely forgotten about this memory. There was this teacher of mine in when I was in class eight. He told me that I was really good at writing. I think his name was Mister Odongo or something. Mm. He passed away, and that was so sad. But rest he told me that I should. Yeah, yeah, I should actually try and see if I can express myself like more in writing. And I think that's the time that I actually decided to like to write a book. My yeah. first book was so crazy. <laughs> it was I, I'm, <laughs> I'm into I'm into supernatural epic type of vibe. Mm-hmm. So I I came up with with a story uh for those are those are whole other planet, <laughs> and there's some earthlings. Some humans invaded that planet and stole the queen of that planet and brought her here on Earth. So like the princess <laughs> had to like come to Earth, and but it was it was it was you know like just teenage <laughs> chick flick young adults. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, yeah, (laughs) that was like the whole thing. Then one thing I'm embarrassed about um, the books that I wrote, they were white. (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) No, but that's, that was, I think that was the case for me too. And that was initially the case for me as, as well. It's, It's a part of the, I think for a lot of black people, a lot of people of color. Yeah in yeah, your formative yeah. days of creativity you're reflecting what you're seeing yeah 
yeah. even on a popular scale, if your so yeah. immediate circle yeah. is melanated, what you might see yeah. popularized might still be white yeah. folks. So don't feel embarrassed. I think a lot of us yeah. have experienced that. You're not alone in that it's, oh. for some of us, it's part of our development as we discover our voice and yeah. reflect the world around yeah. us. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so true. Thank you so much. Cause I'm normally embarrassed about like giving people to read cause my characters are blue eyed blonde <laughs> based in, <laughs> based in LA. Uh -huh. <laughs> And I've never been to LA, like, come on. It was in Laguna Beach, Orange County. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can just see, like, even with, like, the whole Black community from mm -hmm. uh, outside of Africa, mm -hmm. uh, you have that. But now in Africa, the whole putting putting things even in the setup of the African the where you are like for myself kenya was yeah. not so prominent like even the books that we're reading the setup mm -hmm. was not um back like centered in africa and that's something that i really love uh seeing these days like our books our characters the creative scene is more like does that just that paradigm shift that happened and people just woke right. up to you know tearing down these norms that were not supposed to be norms in the first place so yeah um yeah so that was like the first book that i wrote back in in primary school but sadly my brother where my brother toy i have a younger brother and he's he's like 14 years <laughs> we have like a 14 year gap okay so he was like i a, a tiny baby at that time mm -hmm. so he tore my book by me okay not by mistake I think it was just playing so he tore the book so I don't have it sure yeah anymore. yeah but I think I, I think I still have the story in mind because um being published is something that I also is in my plan of life so I think I'll I'll revisit all that then jumping into high school um writing writing was still a part of me and I started just writing to pass time. I mean, I was in boarding school and yeah. <laughs> there's like so much you can do <laughs> in school. If you're not in class, you're reading, um, if your clubs are not um, going on. So like, there's just so much free time. There was free time for me to, to really write. And it was kind of like an escape for me because high school was, was like a period where I was growing so like in the growing aspect of it like um the hormones of being a teenager like right. all that like all that brought together so like writing for me <laughs> writing for me was an escape an escape from like the reality that i hated yeah <laughs> or you know wasn't relating to because of being a teenager you know as a teenager you don't like everything <laughs> right but yeah so writing yeah writing became like my safe space and I started I think I just gave a friend of mine to read um what I was writing and he really loved it and other people really loved it and it became like a whole thing where um I write then at the end of the book it became like I wrote a book <laughs> I was yeah. just writing like with my hand like <laughs> so um 
then my friends <laughs> then my friends would give me like feedback i found like they they were really interested in knowing like what's going to happen to these characters it was also like um supernatural which was called angel diaries okay. so still young adults but you know <laughs> a little bit grown now so yeah um they started giving me feedback telling me oh my god i can't wait to see what jason did oh my god i can't wait to see all that and it became like a thing it was like a motivator yeah. a motivator for me to like continue so like i wrote in the second book um if i write like three chapters then i'm like chapter four coming up <laughs> that's a great feeling you know, like in two weeks or something <laughs> yeah yeah so it became like a thing then um the whole publishing deal that was like i'm going on and on but i'm about to finish this point uh the whole publishing was... deal was some yeah some some guys came to school they're called ikitabu and they wanted to launch like an online library so like they told us to like just submit um something like people to just submit articles and all that then a friend of mine actually submitted my a page a page of my 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 book and that's awesome it won <laughs> what? the whole thing yeah and they got like that publishing bit i know <laughs> it Yo. was so crazy like thanks to my friend for that yeah that was that was like an experience and after after i finished uh high school went into university i still continued writing now i was maturing more so i jumped into the poetry scene <laughs> like nice. finding new ways of expressing myself um i love short stories i actually have a blog <laughs> where i write um just short story yeah I, I know you don't know that that's awesome <laughs> it's like pretty hidden <laughs> yeah. yeah i think i'll send you a link so that you can just like read a few of the short stories but like there there are a bunch of cobwebs <laughs> <They're> like <laughs> I need to like dust it out <laughs> a little bit, but yeah, it's like um now a hobby of mine. Yeah. Wow, that's a, you said yeah. a lot there. That's really cool I, to just I kind did. of chart <laughs> to chart that, like yeah. to you know from. Yeah you know, your favorite storybooks uh, as a kid and, and then just see the progression as you, you know, got into YA and it, that's fine. There's an audience for everybody. We're not here to bash YA. Um, <laughs> and and to, then to getting into poetry and then that motivation of your friends who, you know, that's great you were open yeah. to sharing with them because, you know, sometimes with yeah. our art, you know, you kind of keep it in the incubator. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. secret. Yeah. So that's cool yeah. that you yeah. felt you could share that with your, your cohort of yeah. friends and they put yeah. you on like that and submitted your story and yeah that's that's super cool yeah. can we talk about another medium photography your love of photography yeah. in general and then can you talk about yeah. your fear series on instagram that was where yeah. you jumped out bill shared that yeah. and i was like oh yeah. who's this what's this <laughs> it's really yeah. amazing i remember like that's that's the time when you know, you were like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> that's so crazy. And <laughs> I know you were like a really big fan of it. Um, so photography in general, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that um, I'm like an established photographer at the moment. I feel like I'm learning. I'm, I'm like starting out myself because nice. I've never owned a camera. <laughs> I've never owned a camera okay. and yeah, that's like um one of the things i don't want to say that i use it as an excuse 
but it's it's like held me back a little bit with like okay no not really I don't think it's held me back because <laughs> I do take photos with my phone I do like um approach other photographers and all that but I think the fact that I've never owned a camera um I'm saving up for a camera right now and I'm awesome. excited to own <laughs> my camera and like do more with photography um yeah so when it comes to photography that's all of these things that I've just talked about like me going on and on and on about myself uh has led to the expression my expression in in terms of photography mm -hmm. I I feel like um through it all like all these things that I, I feel like I have inside of me I I channeled it like you know just like narrowed it down it's like a river like narrowed it down to finding a way to expressing it so I start I used to hang out my my one of my closest friends is a photographer so we used to hang out together and he used to take photos we used to take photos with each other and there's that aspect of me where I was like ah this is something that I want to do but at the same time like I'm scared of of starting out of yeah. like just taking the, the, the camera and like doing my own thing so I decided to to start out behind I mean in front of the camera so what I did I I, I remember it was like my my last day as a 21 year old and there was this uh pursuit of portraits i don't know if you know pursuit of portraits there's this no, guy familiar. who like goes oh my god you should you should get into it there's this okay. guy who travels all over the world like just uh taking photos and like gathering photographers in a particular day to take photos and people just come up so like when he was in kenya i i was like okay it's time to stop being scared. <laughs> it's time to like step out and like do your thing. So like yeah. I came up with like a whole concept for a shoot. I made like a whole uh, crown with straws and all that and and just, you know, stepped out. I felt like it was like some some sort of rebirth in a way. And I, that was like the first time I was doing a shoot with other people and many people took photos of me and that's the that's the point where I I like got friends like I networked with like different um yeah. people and like uh got to work with like so many incredible people and I was just like hitting people up like I have I have something that I want to do I don't have a camera can you come let's work together let's do it and it was like yeah uh and people were like really receptive so i managed to like do all of that and in the process that's when i met bill <laughs> i actually <laughs> sent bill an email um i i, I take life seriously sometimes <laughs> i take life <laughs> i'm like i'm like a serious person when it needs to be so i emailed bill like in the most official because um you've seen bills profile it just right. looks magnificent you know yeah <laughs> so i i thought i thought that this was somebody i couldn't just like dm and be like hey do you want to do a shoot together no <laughs> like i'm gonna send an email i did a portfolio of all the things i've ever done <laughs> and i was like <laughs> and i was like hi <laughs> 
do you think and I remember when I was hitting send I was like but then when I (laughs) when I and Bill was really nice like he responded to me he decided to meet for lunch and when we met for lunch I was like oh my god (laughs) I was getting worked up for nothing (laughs) he was like so (laughs) he was was really chill yeah yeah he was really chill and we ended up like just having we we bonded on different aspects that's why we became like really good friends mm-hmm. um so that was the first shoot that we did together it was called miss education okay. i think you should check it out uh, it's one i of will like, no doubt yeah yeah miss education so what i did what i normally do is i i come up with the concept i I I I write I write it down like um I don't know it's a creative brief like I tell you I tell I say what the shoot is about the different shots that are going to be taken mm-hmm. what they mean um sometimes I even write like a caption or a poem that has inspired this particular thing then now we go uh, I give it to the photographer so that they can um try and interpret it in their own way then afterwards after we've like brainstormed about some things like we've tweaked a few things sometimes i don't like tweaking like if i want something (laughs) i just want it like that don't tell me anything else like just let's do it like this but i enjoy like um also listening to other people's points of views then that's when we do the shoot then afterwards i i write in response to the shoot so the that's how the fear photography because we've done this was like the third the third shoot we did with bill and it was the first one was miss education um the second one was bleached oh my god you should check out bleached okay (laughs) that is that is one of my favorite it's about skin bleaching in i figured yeah 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 it's it's so crazy and I love I, I I love working with with Bill because we we like vibe on that level so like the artwork that you normally come up with is normally just so crazy bleached is one of my favorites and that was like the first time I was also behind behind the camera I wasn't like the subject of the okay. of the shoot yeah <laughs> and you know like so you were snapping. again I'm gonna okay. mention I, I'm gonna mention Bill the last time <laughs> oh it's fine i'm sure bill won't mind do you bill yeah. <laughs> no yeah, i'm loving bill this story actually, yeah so like bill actually took me under his wing oh like wonderful. teaching me like um things you know i just told him that you know this is what i want to do so i don't mind like learning i i want to i want to learn so that shoot was amongst my favorites because you were behind the camera with bill just he showed me how to do a few things. This is how you do this. This is how you do this. And I really loved it. Then um, this other shoot, uh, Fear. Yeah. Uh, Metaphors of Fear. Same process. Like we, now this was a, the first time we've ever shot like three models. Okay. Um, and it was a whole experience. <laughs> it was like such an amazing experience. We built it up and uh, how I work when if I'm working with um, other with, with a model, I also have to like meet up with the model, explain to them the shoot, explain to them what it's about, 
and allow them to also express themselves in the best way that they know how to. So it's yeah. normally such an interactive um, experience and we get to learn so much from each other. When a shoot is over, it's it's like, oh, can we just start again? Right. <laughs> go through like, yeah, go through the, the motions again. So that when when you when you see like the the fruits of your labor, it's just the best thing ever. Um yeah, so that's basically how I work. And with with the fear, the metaphors of fear, um that that okay. What, how I I come up with all these things, I I got to a point where I needed to look into myself. I felt like when I was when I when I started uh, expressing things that I am I am going through myself. That's when I got connection with other people because it, it it was just like the truest the truest form of like expression. I stopped looking for outside, outward um, motivation or not motivation, outward, um, what is it called? Is it <laughs> the validation? Not, not validation, okay. outward inspiration. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like I stopped looking outside of me so much and I started, um, like looking at what exactly I'm going through. So I document like if maybe this week I am going through so much pain, fear, you know, love, happiness, joy, all that. So like I, I try and experience and, and explain what that entire thing was and I come up with a shoot for it. So Metaphors of Fear was actually influenced by that. Um, I was <laughs> I was in a season of my life where I was just uh, facing like a lot of fear, and when now I talked to Bill about it, we found that it was actually it's not just me, like the entire world was yeah. going through uh, a phase of fear. Like COVID mm. had just happened. Right. There's so much that has been disrupted. Yeah. So that's where like it all came came from and when we were talking to the models they also you know found their own ways of expressing how they are facing fears like we're like just channel something inside you that is you know re representing this fear and we we got to to come up with like a really beautiful way of expressing this big angry, crazy, you know, emotion that people try so much to run away from. And at the, at, at the pro in the process of it, we learned so much from each other. And I feel like from that shoot, and everybody who was involved in that shoot honestly can say that how we approach, how I approach fear right now is not the same. <laughs> like, honestly, if I'm scared, if I, if I feel like um, I'm fearful of something, this has been like such a big mark <laughs> to wow. just go back to, yeah. And that it's it it's like the most rewarding shit that I've done so far. Yeah. That's amazing. What that's what yeah. art is supposed to do and connect you with the realization like you're not the only one going through what you're going yeah. through. Maybe you're just going through it a little bit differently 
would it um yeah can you speak to your leadership qualities because you sound like a cre you sound like a director so that's going to translate yeah, well yeah. as you dive deeper yeah, in yeah. to film what did you learn yeah. about yourself and your skills or what was that process like not only um being taken under bill's wing but learning to give directions as well as listening to people what was that like yeah um i think uh it's taught me a lot of patience and just how to 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 accept that my way of doing things does not necessarily mean that it's the right and only way of doing things um working with people i don't mind working with people honestly <laughs> i i actually love <laughs> working with people and being Good. part of a team is so rewarding like you learn to you know to share the entire experience with people at first honestly at first when I was starting out um the first shoot that i ever did uh, it was like a three part shoot uh there was inner child baptism and higher self it was a crazy shoot also and then with somebody else and i i was not so patient <laughs> at that time like i remember the photographer was like holding out on me oh no <laughs> like he hadn't started yeah he hadn't started editing like the timelines were like already so crazy uh, i was so frustrated i remember i called him and i i i think we i i raised my voice also <laughs> i'm like oh, just do it i was so frustrated and it's not raising my voice that shouting at him i raised my voice in a way that i i, I was crying like i started crying <laughs> oh no so, <laughs> yeah so it was a really stressful like, yeah it was really stressful and frustrating so as I've, i've i've grown to like work with different people that's something that i've developed in me to like just have so much patience allow people to be themselves allow me to be myself as well mm -hmm. and you know just come together so that we can we like have one main goal and that's like to create something beautiful yeah. so if we have like that perspective all of us just you know allow ourselves to do the right thing there's a point where i was I was doing something with other people and I started I told them to have we we started doing this meditation before working <laughs> and I I was just like okay before we work before we start to create anything let's meditate let's mm -hmm. center ourselves let's let's bring our focus here so that at the end of it all it can be the most rewarding thing but yeah it's it's a whole experience you always have something to learn from mm -hmm. people there's you know you meet so many different people so many types of people and if you allow yourself to to just not shrink but if you allow yourself to be still and get the lessons from people i think you you get so much reward from it because now they also have something to learn from you so you know you don't go there with like a towering um way or like you you settle on just your own way of doing things yeah just allow it to be like a whole fluid space i think that's one of like the most rewarding things just 
learning from other people because there's just so much you always right. just have something something new somebody always has something new to tell you that you didn't know yeah that's awesome i love that because yeah. that's the joy of collaboration um, yeah you learn to be on a team that it's like we'll all get the glory but we all have to contribute our yeah, piece yeah. to the yeah, project yeah. that's great yeah, um yeah. with that let's take a quick break and then guys we'll be right back to discuss art more with kavaya we'll be right back want longer episodes before everyone else excited for exclusive vip content or maybe you just like to support the show you're in luck Josiah's voice on black filmmaking is now on Patreon. Become a member today at patreon.com slash Josiah's voice. This episode of Josiah's voice podcast is brought to you by Newsly. Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural, smooth human voice. It won't be my voice, but no app is perfect, but this one's pretty close. Because for the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, or pop culture and movies. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well, exploring trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Like this one. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me. That's www.newsly.me. Or from the link in the description. And use my promo code, Josiah Voice. J-O-S-I-A-H, Voice. I'll put that in the description for you. When you click it, you'll receive a one-month free premium subscription to Newsly. Stop scrolling. Start listening with Newsly. Cool. We're back. Um, Kavaya, that was really great. Everything you uh, just described about working on a team, um, about how everybody's bringing something different, how you learn from each other. If we can go back to your home, in fact, would you be able to mm -hmm. touch on your favorite part of the art scene or the emerging art scene uh, in mm. Kenya? Yeah. Um... I think the art scene in Kenya is one of the most underrated. <laughs> if I should speak say on so. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, it's it's people, Kenyans are so creative. Like the creative scene in how people express themselves in photography. Photography is my favorite. The different artists, the different photographers, and there are a few that I really, really love. Um, somebody like Osborne Masharia, you know, I don't know if you know Osborne Masharia. No, I'll look uh, him up this after. Oh my God, you will thank me. Okay. <laughs> I'm really, I'm right. waiting for that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah, uh, there's so many. The like. The Afrofuture, he's a he's an Afrofuturist okay. um artist. Oh yeah, I was about to say like somebody like Osborne Masharia is from Kenya. <laughs> but now since you don't know him, <laughs> you'll know him afterwards. Um okay. different photographies, creative directors, the music scene is also really amazing. Um Kenyans are just doing the thing. 
when it comes to music, like we found our own way of expressing. We've always had it, but I feel like right now we are more confident about okay. it. Um, there's less trying to emulate the Western, the Western way of, you know, music and having pride in our own tastes, in our own way of doing things that it's so refreshing to see. Then also in the film, in the film industry, it's coming up. Previously, like I remember growing up, we 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 tried, <laughs> we tried um, doing a few things. There's this fun show called Cobra Squad that I think every Kenyan will understand <laughs> 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 when I when I bring it up. Like I don't even have to say much about it. Uh, so from Cobra Squad to what we have right now, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's a great evolution. Um, uh, Kenyan films have made it to Netflix. We have beautiful films. We have um, an aspect of storytelling. There's this, um, there's this uh, new film called Uradi. Oh my God, I love this. Like they are touching on, you know, just, just having pride. You can see the pride mm -hmm. in, in, in your own culture. And I love seeing that. I, I, I hate, I, okay, I, hate is such a big word i i don't appreciate when um people try to mask who they are to fit into a particular box so when i see that the expression is like going outside that and like you know creating a whole new voice it's it's breathtaking so kenyan kenyan scene like watch out artists painters Oh my God, graphic designers. We have like one of the most amazing graphic designers here. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's like a whole mix of so much and every aspect, every, every um, small group of the creative scene are like just doing the most to express the most. And I love it. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> What got okay. you interested in film? Um, like I mentioned earlier, I used to watch a lot of movies growing up. I think um, growing up, I, I had friends. I was, I, was, I was a social person, but <laughs> so it, it feels like I'm, I'm trying to... to uh... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I had friends. No, I get what you're saying. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I used to um, have so many escape escape routes. So film was one of them. And my dad, he actually stayed in the States for some time. So he came back with this CD wallet with so many movies. It was that time for like five in one, 24 in one in okay. a CD, yeah, so I binged, I, I got into that rabbit hole of like just finding out films. And along the way, I found this film, Chicago. I don't know if you know Chicago. Oh, it's, it's the musical. musical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh my God, I watched <laughs> that. <laughs> I watched Chicago 
so much. I think I could act in Chicago. Really? <laughs> I knew she that. wore that thing out. I knew all that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I knew cool. everything. And my sister used to make fun of me. Um, because I used to watch a film so much. Mm-hmm. Like I I'd watch it, wait a few seconds, wait like a day, start it again, write down, I'd actually start writing down the words and in it wasn't like in a script script uh format but i was just writing down like jake said this 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 then i'd sit down and read (laughs) with like the movie it it was so crazy my sister Uh used to get so frustrated because she'd come home and find me like literally uh reading (laughs) as i'm watching It was, it was like a habit that I don't know. I don't know. I but I just loved it. Like so I had a book where I watch a I watch a movie, I write it down, then like I I say the words with the yeah. actors. And <laughs> I don't know. Then <laughs> there's just that satisfaction for me. Can't explain it. Um so after that, that's when I, you know, I started like trying to find out uh how who who is the director of this film how how was this film made if i see like uh something with crazy visual effects i'm like oh especially horror movies i always wanted to to find out how horror movies are made mm-hmm. the effects of horror movies so that i can stop being afraid of horror movies you know if you know <laughs> that this is just uh, prosthetics or or you know gooey fake blood it just makes it easier to to watch um yeah then my love for indie films i stopped i stopped watching mainstream movies so much i i still watch mainstream i watch mainstream movies now but there's a period of my time where i wasn't watching any mainstream movies i was just watching indie films um i found packs of being a wallflower along my way oh, yeah <laughs> yeah and that movie just changed my how I looked at movies. I just loved, cool. <laughs> I loved the cool, the cool vibe of you know it's less pressure, but it was it's also talking about something so serious. So, acts of being a wallflower was the one that led me into my rabbit hole of indie films. Um, Palo Alto, my favorite, favorite, favorite. Favorite. If somebody asks me what my favorite movie is, uh, it's Boyhood. I don't know if you know Boyhood. Yeah, by uh, Linklater, yeah. Richard Linklater. Yeah, 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 yeah. Richard, yeah. Um, so I love that movie because of how it was made, like the whole twelve-year period, right. yeah. and seeing somebody grow up. Like it was a three-hour film, I think, and just watching that evolution, like seeing somebody grow up in front of your eyes was just breathtaking for me. And after watching Boyhood, I think there was a part of me that just said that I have to create something that has this same effect. (laughs) Like I have to create something that will make somebody feel the way I am feeling Mm -hmm. as I've watched Boyhood. Yeah, so um, all through high school, I... I talked about drama, I talked about plays, I talked about that that was like my favorite thing to watch. Um I don't know if I mentioned that I used to be in a dance group. <laughs> yeah. 
you really did it all. So That's like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So like my 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 role in in like the dance group was to come up with a story, and I loved like creating that first scene before we start dancing. Like we'd come out as wolves, howl at the moon or something, and like just do some crazy thing before like the story of the of the dance. So like slowly by slowly, I started, um, you know, just enjoying coming up with like, you know, stories and the whole writing bit, but, uh, part of it like also contributed. Then in, when I finished uh, high school, before joining university, I, I did animation. I did 3D animation, a short course in 3D animation. And one of the, the classes was camera and lighting and video editing and learning about um, all this, the, the whole background of the film, like what is presented to you and like now what actually is put into creating like a film was magnificent. There's a point I wanted to be a Foley artist. <laughs> Foley like, is cool. What the hell? Yeah, like that is so crazy. Like you can just make all these sound effects with the most random things. I'd actually set my mind on being a Foley artist. Then uh, we went to the video editing class and we learned the history of editing, how like you used to cut like a frame one by one and it was the most yeah it was the most exhausting thing and I was like this is where I belong like (laughs) I don't know it just (laughs) it like just it's like an introverted um uh profession in a way because you spend so much time on this one thing like all you focus and I loved it we got to make uh uh a trailer for Breaking Bad. That was oh, one of that. our silence. One yeah, of my favorite yeah. shows. I, oh, really? Yeah. And it 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 was like the most rewarding experience just going through that entire process, coming up with a story, because you're just given clips and now you have to like piece it mm-hmm. together to come up with something coherent. And I feel like that's, I wanted to like do it now in a larger scale, like see, you've just taken all these things. Then we had, um, a class in screenwriting and that was amazing as well so my favorite classes yeah (laughs) before before joining now architecture I was so much at peace in that space like Mm -hmm. I felt I I fell in love with like the process of it and yeah I made a mental note that I I have to like I keep telling my friends <laughs> that my end goal in life is literally to just be a 50-year-old, well-hydrated lady <laughs> <laughs> with, with like dreadlocks reaching to my toes, just making indie films, you know, drinking my water on set. That's that's the dream, honestly. Like I don't ask for so much. <laughs> That is great. No, and you need to be drinking. Yes, that was. Yeah, you need to be hydrated, and that 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 is actually the whole journey of it. And um, one thing I realized with my my path in life, I realized it's not fully straightforward. Like I I I I haven't gone from like doing this to doing this. Like 
I feel like I've always like gone round in curves and you know mountains and valleys just to get to one particular thing. So I'm okay with going through the motions, but I have a goal in mind. So I'm working towards something. So like all these things, even in photography and creative directing and writing, all these things, I feel like they're leading up to me just making indie films. And my friends don't like indie films. Like the, the, the friends that I have, like they don't understand how I can just sit and watch, um, you know, like there's this movie called Six Years. They don't understand how I can just sit and watch people living their life. Like, you know, with um, other movies, with the, it's like a little bit more structured. With indie right. films, it feels fluid. And that's, that's what I like. When I watch a movie, I feel like I'm just part of it. Like I'm chilling yeah. <laughs> with these characters and like I'm just a background character there. Right. I, I, can, I can blend into the film. But with watching something like Spider Man, you have to like have a role. <laughs> right. You have to like you're doing yeah, it's like a have a plot. Bit. Yeah, you have to have a plot and me. But with, with indie films, I feel like it's more calm, it's it's fluid, it's relaxing and I like that. I like that in, in that yeah. slice of life. Yeah. Um yeah. now that there might not be a a plot, because you know, I've I remember there seeing There is uh, a plot. Yeah, yeah. There, it just might be a little bit more understated, yeah. you know, or there yeah, are different yeah. types of, um, I remember reading, was it, it's how to write science fiction and fantasy. I forgot who wrote it. It's this small blue mm -hmm. book. It's really cool. And in that yeah. book, that book taught me something that I've been thinking about for a while, but that there are multiple types of story. There's, there's very plot driven. There's character driven. There's um, yeah. one I really like called, milieu i think that's french and i think it, just, it means like world building there are certain stories yeah. yeah you know books tv film that are you put characters in it but it's just so that you can enjoy the world and i just say all that to say you know to kind of like pat you on the back like no you like indie movies that's fine yeah. because there's something <laughs> yeah. for everyone everything doesn't have to be plot driven mainstream nothing against that market because that market yeah. is yeah. fire and a lot of my favorite movies are that yeah, style. Yeah. But on a previous episode, I mentioned, like, I enjoyed that movie. I've been meaning to rewatch it called uh, Inside Lewin Davis with Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's kind of a slice of life, almost plotless movie. And there's something kind of mesmerizing about yeah. that because, you know, you, you need fascinating characters as well as fascinating situations to propel yeah, yeah. a story forward and there's always something for everybody so i think that's great that you yeah. really yeah. want to dive yeah. into indie film and have such a love for it um i think that's kind of cool here in africa i was noticing you can attest to it if i'm on the money with yeah. it but my dad was saying like you know back in the states you know we love those types of movies like you said spider-man batman or more plot driven yeah. but he was really enjoying the more family or friend-centric stories about everyday life situations like yeah, characters yeah. on the continent who are like trying to get a business off the ground or someone inherited a business or yeah just more ever so slightly more understated things that are still saying yeah. something really interesting and yeah. really entertaining and still inspire you um, yeah, yeah and i think that's great is do you want to be a film director 
Um, or do you yes. want to do everything? <laughs> you can already do everything. I'm like, she's probably going to say, I just want to do everything. Um, I, 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 I do want to be a film director. That is the, that is the goal. That is the dream. You're going uh, to do it. To be honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> but um, I also enjoy, I enjoy being a creative director as well. So that's an aspect that I want to also perfect. Like I want to, I feel like at this moment of my life, I'm a jack of all trades, yeah. <laughs> master of none. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I want to master one, you know, yeah. like just have, have like one particular uh, thing that I can call my, this is my profession. Yeah. You know, graduating with uh after graduating, I can say that I'm a I'm an architectural designer by profession. But you know, that's not my end goal. Like I want all these things that I'm working towards. I get to a point where I can say I'm a film director and I have, you know, that's what I do on a daily. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so and you never yeah. know how you um, might get there. Architectural design, like People need to make props and sets and things for these right, sci-fi fantasy right, films. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always, and that's one thing that I'm grateful for. Um, the choices and the decisions that I've made somehow, some way have always been gearing me towards, they, they like make sense to me. Like, I don't feel like I've made a decision where I'm regretting or I won't ever use it. Like all the things that I've accumulated along the way, I feel like have propelled me to this space of thinking. And along the way, I can just only hope for the same as I continue growing, you know, just absolutely making, absolutely. yeah, just making, making my, my path as it's not smooth. <laughs> I've had like my ups and downs. <laughs> absolutely. And me I too. Will, yeah. I can, they will never stop. Like I, I don't expect um, life to just be consistent, but through all that, I just, I'm grateful that there's like, it makes sense in a way. It's like not clouding, uh, yeah. That's great. Would you have any words of encouragement for young artists coming up after you? And yeah. would you be able to speak to what art and storytelling has taught taught you about yourself so far? Um, okay. Um, I'll start with the advice. <laughs> well, I don't think that I'm in like the greatest position to give advice. So this advice is for everyone. It's like just words <laughs> <laughs> for everyone, including myself, because I need it as well. Um, I face so many um, moments of doubt and fear and and you know that imposter syndrome yeah uh so i'm i'm riding the boat <laughs> with everyone so there's this quote that i normally really like uh it says if you think you're too small to make a difference try sleeping with a mosquito <laughs> oh my lord 
And that really resonates if you're from the continent. Yeah. We have them in the States as well. But oh, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I lived in L.A. for, I think you know this, for three years. And yeah. I did not miss mosquitoes. Yeah, now I'm in yeah. Rwanda. They're not as bad. They're not as yeah. bad, but I'm not, I'm not too happy to see them. But you know what? I'm living with them. Yeah. And it's to your yeah, point. Yeah. Even the smallest yeah. thing can make an impact, be it a hobby. Yeah. That reminds me yeah. of a Galadriel quote or yeah. a mosquito. You're 100% right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's that's what I can see. And um, if it if it scares you, if it challenges you, then it's not so bizarre. Like that's it's not crazy. So just go for it. And that's also to me. Like I feel like I'm talking to myself in the same time. Like awesome. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And oh, you had asked me something else. <laughs> and uh, what has um, you touched on it a little bit earlier about photography? But what has yeah. art and storytelling overall taught you about yourself so far? Yeah. Um, for me, I can say, well, there was a point where I, I used to, or rather, if I can remember correctly, 2017 was one of the biggest defining years for me because I felt like I hit rock bottom when it comes to like, <laughs> my my way of thinking you know like I had to like unravel shed off grow out of unlearn so many new things and that change is normally so painful and so uh tumultuous so after after that I realized to to look inside of myself uh, and express myself uh, from what I am, what I am experiencing in life, and by doing that, it's just taught me this honest authenticity and vulnerability that comes with with art and storytelling. Like it's so hard to to say to say it like it is to to just, you know, be honest with yourself, be honest with who I am, what I want, what I need, you know, what, what I'm struggling with, what I'm finding um, easy or cruising through. So like that vulnerability and allowing myself to like shed all the, the walls of the ego <laughs> and like fully stepping into that, that realm has allowed me to make so many connections and to make one of most of the honest pieces that I threw out like my career. <laughs> like um, it's 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 taught me so much about myself and I feel like I keep learning uh, more about myself because if I decide to do a shoot about something, the whole process from conceptualizing to the final product is a whole journey and throughout the journey you end up like learning things that you didn't know as you're conceptualizing so it's it's a whole learning process and vulnerability is not something to be afraid of it's actually a strength <laughs> yeah so that's one of the major things that I think I keep embracing and every single time I feel like I'm closing myself up and 
you know, being afraid of truly saying what um, I'm going through or what I want to express, I find that I'm struggling. It's, it's like a struggle. And what I end up like producing is not satisfying. Like it's not, it's not, it's not, um, it's not good in my eyes. But once like I tap into, you know, acknowledging who I am, what I've been through, what I know, what, what I want, there's like this beautiful release <laughs> of like all the things that you want to put out. And it just comes back because that's when you meet somebody else, even if it's just one person who resonates. And it's so rewarding, like, honestly. <laughs> Yeah. That's phenomenal because it totally tracks yeah. with the little bit you shared already, which is a lot from the fear series, um, being a misunderstood series, a uh, miseducation series, yeah. um, facing uh, stage fright with performing uh, spoken word. Just there just seems to be a theme of uh, getting in touch with oneself, centering oneself with yeah. you, and then doing things that you're afraid of, being brave enough to venture into self-expression and yeah. bringing people with you along the way, meeting new people, seeing, uh, experiencing new ways of thinking yeah. or people bringing you along with them. So that totally yeah. tracks. And I think that's a yeah. great, great answer um, and yeah. a great place to stop. Uh, Kavaya, again, <laughs> this has been great. Tell yeah. the people where they can follow you and your art online. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm a bit all over the place. <laughs> so my main account, you can follow me on Instagram. That's uh, the main space that I'm, that I'm currently occupying, currently working on bringing all these aspects together. So I have an Instagram called Kabaya Shirao. That's where I post uh, the shoots that I normally do. And I have my art page where I post my drawings. <laughs> it's <right>. called Adil. <laughs> yeah, it's called Adil. And that's where the link of my blog is. Cool. <laughs> I clearly need to like have all them together. <laughs> and in the long run, I think I will. But at the, uh, at the moment, that's where where i am and i have a youtube <laughs> oh i didn't did i know that i don't think i knew that. yeah i have a youtube channel but it's just for playlists um okay. i also yeah i also like storytelling through playlists so like i put nice yeah based off yeah so there's that <laughs> but cool. no fresh on the youtube <laughs> no that's okay when you're ready there's, to there's unveil it spotify <laughs> right <laughs> No, that is okay. Another friend of mine um, just shared her Spotify or YouTube playlist. She's a writer, and uh, it's fun yeah. to see a fellow writer is like, you know, just make playlists of the music that's inspiring yeah, their current yeah, work in progress. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, everyone listening, yeah. I will put all of Kavaya's social media information in the show notes as well as the episode description yeah. so that you can keep up with yeah. her because her photography her, her collabs are amazing um check out her fear series that's one of the at the time of this recording it's one of the last ones that she put out it's just really yeah. striking imagery 
and very inspirational yeah. blog captions that you put with it yeah. i think is, is really yeah. great yeah um yeah Kavaya, this has been this has been epic um yeah guys this is another one of my epic ones if you were able to hang with us to the end we thank you so much because yeah. i just think the discussion was so rich and uh yeah. i think Kavaya was talking to me as well as a fellow creative just about my focus also facing my yeah. fears and uh, continuing to find different mediums and ways to express myself um, in, in the past year. I've definitely yeah. um, come more to grips with uh, there are multiple ways to express myself. If you follow yeah. me for a while, yeah. you know that writing was really my main thing. But um, mm -hmm. I'm glad I've gotten into podcasting. I'm glad that I took courage and got on film sets and uh, yeah. learned about all these different things uh, that I love so much in the creative space. So I hope all who listened yeah. to this were, were inspired. Go and support yeah. Kavaya. Go follow her on Instagram um, so that you can see when her next installations come out, when you can get hip to when yeah. her blog comes out, whatever. Um, yeah. Kavaya was great to have. Thank you. I had such an amazing time, honestly. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You are so welcome. Guys, until next time, I'll talk to you later. See ya. Bye. <laughs> if you enjoyed that episode, I invite you to subscribe on your favorite listening app. To keep up with the show, you can follow me on Twitter at Josiah D-O-C-X and on Instagram at Josiah's Voice Pod. And if you like my theme music, it's called Brewer Bee by Mateo. The link is in the description. Thanks again and talk to you later.